What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Lil Wanda in the building. And I'm Agard. What up, people? Thanks for joining another episode inside season nine of the podcast. And it's the year 2022 springtime right now. And boy, a lot of things going on in this crazy, crazy world. But we give in thanks. You know what I mean? So thanks to all the listeners worldwide. Big up to NiceUpRadio.com crew as well. Yeah. Shout out to everybody li- listening on all the digital streaming platforms across the world. Yeah, man. And big up to the YouTube listeners who are watching and thing, you know? Yeah, man. Them said put it on YouTube. So we'll put it on YouTube. So thanks to the people that have been subscribing and commenting and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Make sure you like and share the links and stuff like that for real. Yeah, man. Some of those uh, videos on YouTube got some some plays, you know? Yeah, man. So thank, give thanks, you know? Today's episode, we're going to talk about some recent album releases. We're going to give our reviews of Coffee's Gifted, her debut album, the Grammy Award-winning Coffee's debut album. It's crazy. And then um, we're also going to talk about Shensia's debut project entitled Alpha. Very interesting title. We'll get into that. Um, And then an album release from Bling Dog. Bling Dog, a.k.a. Ricky Rudy. You know what I mean? The veteran, right? Amanda, old, he's an OG, right? <laughs> yeah, man. From them times till now. Yeah. So his album entitled Elevate. We're going to get into that as well. So three new projects, three different styles, three different artists and um, personas and everything. We're going to start off with Coffee. I'm going to let Agar take it away. Yeah. Um, so as Khalil mentioned, we will be reviewing three albums today. Um, my thoughts on the coffee album. So it's just like, all right, hold on. Let me, what do I want to say? It's a little bit over at EP, you know what I'm saying? In terms of it just squeaked in there in the album category. Cause I believe there's what, 10 tracks Ten tracks. Yeah. Um, and one of them clearly, is like an intro. um I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be comparing, you know, a lot of these, the, these three different albums because why not? Okay. So in terms of production, this is obviously without a doubt the best production, you know, the the cleanest production, the most thoughtful production, you know, of the three albums. Um I would also say that, you know, all of the songs kind of go together, you know, it's 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 not all over the place. There's a clear there's a clear theme here. I think in some of the songs she's clearly going towards uh West Coast, uh, Pacific type of audience, you know, and we can talk about that, you know, why, why she would do that. 
And in other parts, I feel like it's more of a, I would say neo soul, not quite R&B, but, you know, neo soul adjacent. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's my overall um, thoughts on the album. Um, Let's see. Nothing really stood out for me except, you know, the entire project itself kind of fit well together. You know, a lot of songs about, well, a few songs about kind of like relationships and party, (laughs) you know, and and money and stuff like that. So clearly um, Coffee's like, you know what? You know, I want to express myself. I want to go out and party and <laughs> be in relationships and stuff. So that was cool. Uh, okay. Well, did you like the album? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Okay. You know, it's one of those you albums that. that <laughs> no, no. I did, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like it. It's one of those albums I could drive to. Um, I could chill you know, sunny day type of thing. You know, it's not, it's not a cloudy or rainy day type of album. It's more of a, you want to feel good about life type of album. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, cool. That's it. That's what you got. I mean, as far, yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not a billboard, you know, writer and, or anything, you know, that's just my personal experience with the album. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this album for me, not gonna lie, it was anticipated. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think from the first time we all heard Coffee, it was like, okay, we want, we kind of want more. You know what I'm saying? From Toast until now. Um, so yeah, the EP she put out won the Grammy, five songs. Now this is a full blown album, ten songs. One of the songs is like <laughs> a minute long though, and it just cuts off. Um, and I will say, you know, I listened to the album just today, riding in the car and I was on the way somewhere. And when the last song finished, I was like, you know, like, come on, like <laughs> I probably would have played it over if I didn't have some other stuff yeah. that I needed to review <laughs> for this show. You know what I'm saying? So coffee has always managed to leave you wanting more. And, um, and that's what this album is. It's like a complete vibe. And um, to how you left off, you know, your your closing remarks, you know, I think it is feel good music It's what you would call feel good music. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the audience, in terms of the audience that she's targeting, um, you mentioned West Coast Pacific. I'll, I'm going to ask you about, you know, to expound on that. No, I'm just talking about the production style. You know, um, I would say that the style of production and the instrumentation um, the way how it is, is, is reminiscent to how Cali style reggae bands right now are doing their production. You know, I'm not saying that she's trying to go for that audience outright, but it's more of a, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, West coast tropical type of vibe. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, that's just, it stood out to me, you know, in more than one track. Okay. And, and. The the reason why I say that is not because it originated over originated over there. It's because you know that's just what they clung to. Obviously, that's a form of reggae music, mm-hmm. and obviously, it originated in Jamaica. It's just not a lot of artists are, artists are doing that right now okay. from from Jamaica. Okay, yo, I think that's interesting. Um, for me, you know, stylistically, when listening to this, I got like. 
there was one one of the songs in particular that hit me kind of like um I almost thought it was going to be like an Afrobeat song, like a straight current, you know what I mean? Burn a boy, you know what I mean? Joanne, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Pana, you know, like I thought it was, it had like that same vibe, but then you just hear Coffee's voice on it. So to me, like where she's at, you know, producers like Izzy on the beats, you know, who did, um, you know, a lot of her stuff from before and Leela IK and stuff like that. Um, you know, the team that she's working with, JLL Production, you know what I'm saying? They're right on the cutting edge of just the new now hotness. It has mm-hmm. enough bass. It has enough melody. It has enough appeal to hit a broad audience. So I think of the three albums, you know, this is the one that I think the most people can listen to and everybody's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? From old to young, hip to old school, whatever the case may be, Caribbean or not, I think it's just something that could play. You could just pop it in in the car and nobody's going to be like, you know, objecting. (laughs) I don't care who's in the car. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I I would compare it. uh, I was laughing. I was chuckling to myself because I was thinking about coming on here and reviewing these three albums. And it's kind of like Goldilocks, you know, one is in one extreme, another is in another extreme. And this one is kind of in the middle you know yeah yeah definitely yeah so i think you know i have no doubt about the fact that whatever the year i guess it's going to be uh 2022 you know for the 23 award season you know i'm saying i'm pretty sure this is going to be nominated and probably will win for the grammy the reggae grammy and then whatever else awards are given out you know what i'm saying in terms of the, the way the album was put together, and uh, we're gonna we gotta like keep it short because we're gonna talk about other projects. But the songs that she released off the album first, West Indies, um, Pull Up, Lockdown was the first one, right? Um, and then the most recent one that just dropped before the album came out, right? So those are all at the end of the project. So I think that's very mm-hmm. very strategic. Because if you listen to her other singles and you're already a fan and now you listen to the album, you know, you're hearing like five, six, seven songs that you never heard before. And then by the time you get to the familiar stuff, you're like, ah, you know what I mean? And you're like, okay, we're putting this on repeat because it's like, you know, we already know what's going on. We're already rocking to the album from the very first listen. So I think that's a successful thing. Other thing I like about her is that um, her lyrics are very keyed in to reality, to what's going on right now. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, she's one of the few artists that she mentions the quarantine, you know, like songs are themed around the lockdown and, you know what I mean? The, the quarantine and being outside and stuff like that. And that's what we're all experiencing. So it's like, it just helps to make it feel like she's connected, like we're connected. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that's a good yeah, thing. Man. You know, it's not like a you're going into some fantasy world when you press play on her music. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with all that. It's just uh, for me personally, I didn't connect with it on the level that you connected with it. I just think that it's a solid album. And you're probably right about the Grammy considerations. Um, it's just, you know, I can listen to this album again, you know, um, and I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing, but it's not like I'm like, 
I have to listen to this album again. You know, just just being honest. Right. I hear you, man. But, you know, just talking about like when, you know, we're in our friend groups and, you know, people are hanging out or if you're riding somewhere with somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? This is just most likely to to pop up and, you know, be accepted. Yep. So I think that's that's really cool. Um, what are we going to do next? Let's do Shensei next. The next female in the business. Her song on her album mm-hmm. entitled Alpha. And Shensi is one of Agard's, you know, rising stars that he's been watching. So um, let's, you know, what you got. I'm glad that you said that. What you got. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I wanted to preface this review with the fact that I've mentioned Shensia many times on this show as, you know, a talented individual. You know what I mean? Um, I've, I've liked her singles. I, I like her social media content a lot of times. You know, she can be a well put together artist, you know, a person on social media, and she can also um, be very personable and goofy. You know, so that side of it, I'm rooting for Ch- Shensia. So, you know, that side of it, you know, I'm not a hater. <laughs> but okay. this album, this album was for me a big miss, a big, big miss. Like, I don't know where to start. You know what I mean? So, number one, I could not tell one song from another in most of the songs because the production seemed to be just the same for most of the songs. I'm talking about similar drum patterns, uh, similar instrumentation, you know, similar chords. You know, I'm not a musician, but, you know, it just felt like I was listening to the same song on repeat um, as far as that's concerned. And I think, you know, I said Coffee was kind of maybe going for a more general audience. Um, Shensia is going for definitely an American and British audience and young. You know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of the production, you know, could have been Megan Thee Stallion, who's on a very controversial song. You know, a lot of a lot of the... You know, Tyga, who she's done the songs with before, is on the album. That type of aesthetic. Um, yeah, I was just very disappointed in the album to the point where it seemed like it was too long. <laughs> um, the one controversial song that I mentioned with uh, Megan Thee Stallion, obviously for many reasons, you know, it's called what, Lick or something like it's that? Lick, yeah. That's probably the worst production on the album, you know? Like... Wow. Seriously. And I'm, I'm not even talking. Gonna go to have to go to court over as well, which is crazy. Court. I, I didn't hear that news. Yeah. Basically, um, that samples a Denise Belfon Soka song. Mm, yeah. Okay. And the production team that, you know, is behind that original song that was sampled did not give them permission to use that. Yeah. So they have, you know, filed a lawsuit and they're going for millions of dollars at this point. Um, so that's okay. going to be in a, in a New York City court of law, um, you know, those proceedings. So that that's, you know, that was a recent headline. Well, if you're going to take that risk, you, you better have a well-produced song. Like, you know, so basically um, my wife and I were on the way to a friend's house, you know, um, 
our, our friends had bought a house during the pandemic and it was our first time visiting them. And we're riding up to Yonkers, which it's about an hour long ride. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. We're in the car. Let's listen to this. And, you know, basically that song came on. And it was like, my wife was like, yo, this sounds like an unfinished song, you know? So where coffee, you know, may have a team in place and the A&R and everything, you know, I feel like this album was A&R'd wrong. And for those in the audience who don't know what that is, it's artists and repertoire. And basically that's somebody who kind of manages the artist's brand, the, the artist's image, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like or, or a team, you know? Yeah. And, and usually they have a big part to play in song selection for whatever gets released as sing- singles or, you know, what, what, what gets put on an album. And I think that the production seems like a lot of big producers gave Shensia their most simple track, you know, you know, super dupes is on there. Um, I think London on the track is on there and, you know, a bunch of different producers that have platinum records. Um, but none of these stand out, none. And there was maybe one or two songs that maybe resembled dance hall. You know, one of them being the one with, uh, Beanie Man. Right. So I still think I I like Shensi as an artist, but this was a big miss. I think it doesn't showcase her talent. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's as honest as I could be. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm shocked. I'm going to say I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I'm not song, a bandwagonist either. I, it has to be good music. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. The song that you, um, mentioned with Beanie Man, you know, I just, it's a tri- chimney records, um, rhythm. So it's very interesting, man. Uh, what can I say about this album? I would agree that it's a miss. You know, when you're talking about what we talked about, what audience coffee was targeting, right? And the the answer was wide. You know, and I'll just throw in that coffee's album is very in alignment with coffee's previous singles and her EP. So it's not, you know what I mean? It's nothing. Somebody's gonna be like, oh no, she's taking some turn that we don't like you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so you're it sounds like you're saying that based off what shinsi has done before this album is like it's taking a turn yeah and and even um coffee has done records with hip-hop artists as well right but i think she still managed to still be coffee yeah, yeah. on on yeah. all those songs you know what i mean so okay so here's um, here's my take on on um shinsi without going overboard you know what i'm saying <laughs> Because I happen to, I shouldn't, I should never have done this, but I listened to The Fix, you know, I was going to say I listened to another podcast, but Big Up to The Fix, you know what I'm saying? I listened to their review um, on this album before I listened to the album. Um, so never do that, right? But I did it. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. What what did they say? Just briefly. Well, I guess were, I could watch it. No, nah, there were three, you know, uh, panelists on the show, um, the two females at Narrow. Um, one of the females was younger, so she, she's like, uh, you know, in that probably she might be in her, you know, mid to early twenties. So that was, it was made for her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she was loving it. She's a part of the tribe. And that's exactly what I said to my wife. Like this wasn't made for us. Yeah. Yeah. So she loved it. Um, you know, 
the other one was a little bit more, you know, moderate of a review and narrow was like, you know, to, to what you said, you know, he's like, it seemed like it was put together by a committee, which is what happens in the music business. And they said that you need to do this. And, you know, so he said he could hear that like influence throughout the album. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, pretty much the same thing that you said. But, um, you know, I listened to it a couple of times. The second time I listened to it, I was just like, okay, imagining, you know, I think people have been comparing her to Rihanna and saying, oh, she could be the next Riri, the Jamaican version and stuff like that. But I'm listening to these songs and I'm like, yo, even if Rihanna was on those same songs instead of Shensia, I think they would have been better. Um, yeah. Because I don't think that she really performed, you know, maybe to your point, like, that well like if you're gonna sing just sing she is you know get she's getting beats that are like hip-hop r&b pop beats but then she's giving you like patois delivery with dance hall subject matter like the whole thing doesn't fit together you know what i mean if you're gonna go pop then just go just let go and go pop you know what i'm saying Put on your Yankee accent and just, you know what I'm saying, rap and sing. <laughs> but like this half and half thing, just it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Pick mm-hmm. a lane and go that way. You know, if you want to put a couple, a couple of pop songs on your album, go ahead. But it should be identifiable as a dance hall or reggae album. But this is not. So it doesn't really... I don't think it's like um <laughs> when we used to talk about we would do we promoting we talk about flyers mm-hmm. and we, you know you would have to design your flyers so that if somebody looks at it they'll be like oh yeah this is for me but I think this album is like the only person that's gonna be like yo this is for me is that super young Jamaican girl or yeah. maybe Caribbean who's already a sincere fan. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. And nobody else. So Yeah, and, and uh, uh, to your point, a lot of the flows singing or otherwise were exactly the same. There wasn't different looks at her flow. You know, it was just the same type of cadence on most of the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow. Okay. Let's go on. 
I think we've said mm-hmm. enough. We can like give some ratings at the end to wrap this. All right, Bling Dog, elevate. So for me, Shensia was okay. Here's the Goldilocks thing again. You know, Shensia was one extreme where it was like, yo, a lot of talking about explicit this and that. You know, coffee is kind of in the middle where it's like things are implied, you know, but you know, it's well crafted. Bling Dog to me came across like a, a gospel album, really. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so it's interesting because I listened to Shensia and Bling Dog's album in the same day. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's better produced to me than Shensia's album. It's just, uh, I'm sorry, I, I just flipped my uh, shoe. Um, I guess I guess I couldn't relate to a lot of the subject matter. You know, okay. I mean, it was very, it was very spiritual. It was very, you know, um, talking about a lot of God stuff. And, you know, he, he also spoke about societal stuff. And, you know, it, it was just like, I, I guess after listening to Shensia, maybe I just wasn't, <laughs> I was just thrown off, mm. you know. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's interesting because Bling Dog, as you mentioned earlier in the show, is a veteran artist. I've always definitely gave him high ratings as a lyricist as somebody who always came across with a good vibe and that's still there you know what i mean he still has the lyrics he still has the vibe you know he still can you know ride the rhythm well and you know um the the choices he made for production and you know it's a solid album it's just you know for me I guess, you know, I'm not that I'm not a religious person at all. So, you know, it just seemed like uh what I would call like a Jamaican gospel album, like a like a like a newer iteration of that. Okay. You know? Okay. That's that's the vibe I got. Okay. So it sounds like you need to um probably listen to find, it. Find God. No. <laughs> I was gonna say you need to listen to it again. Yeah, I'm sure. Not not after Shensia. Because you know what yeah. Cause this is what I the cause this is what I did right. I listened to Bling Dog first, mm-hmm. then I listened to Coffee, then I listened to Shensia, and in that okay. order, it made perfect sense. It was like, oh my goodness, this it was perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and this time, you know, this is my second listen to Elevate, and um, is better than the first time for me. So, okay. you know, I will say that. Um, so it's definitely a reggae reggae dancehall album. You know, mm-hmm. people that know Bling Dog, you know, he was a DJ, you know, along the likes of Mad Cobra, Bounty Killer, Beanie Man, whatnot. But um, of the more lyrical, newer, he's one of the 2000 artists that did have a completely different kind of flow. He put his words together differently than anybody else. Mm-hmm. He had his own styles and you know, noises and stuff, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, that he would yell out, Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. so the branding was there in, like, his whole persona. So the difference now is um, with Elevate, I think it's an evolution. He went away for a time in terms of not being in the public eye, in terms of, you know, releasing a lot of music over the years. Um, and there's a time where I think he put on a bunch of weight, he was looking kind of soppy, and then I think he went into some went underground and started training and stuff like that came back like cut and chiseled, you know what I mean? Slimmed down and with these locks. And so, you know, he definitely had 
uh, I guess, an evolution personally that is reflected in the music here. So this album is 18 tracks. Shenseo's was 14. Coffee's was 10, as we mentioned. So you know what I mean? You definitely listened in the wrong order. But um, So this is a longer project, but... Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, uh, you mentioned cohesiveness, it does have a theme and it's a cohesive theme, um, in terms of who it's for stylistically, it's everybody would know once listening, okay, this is reggae music. This is for somebody that if you like, say, you know, Sizzla or Capleton or maybe Luciano, you would probably put this in there and press play and like it, um, production wise and, um, Rhythm selection, I think, was good. You have some new productions, but you also feature like the Cuss Cuss rhythm on there. Um, Darker mm-hmm. Shade of Black rhythm was on there. So, you know, just enough of like that ode to the foundation. The song on the Cuss Cuss is with, featuring Bounty Killer. Tiny um, mm-hmm. Stevens was featured as well. Sounding really good. I really like that song. It's more of an acoustic song with Bling Dog and Tanya. Um, Busy Signal on there. Mm-hmm. Another song I probably... That's probably one of my favorites on the album. Um, and then he also featured Christopher Martin and Romaine Virgo. Um, so really good, really good features. Like these are the best of the bunch. <laughs> um, also yeah. Popcorn featured on the album. And the same thing, I've said this before about Poppy. If you want to have a good feature, you know what I'm saying? And you want to have a good combination, Popcorn is a great, great, great artist to draw for. Even Barris Hammond is drawing for Popcorn at this point. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, a very positive album in terms of the lyricism, it's there. Um, the first time I listened to it, I was thinking to myself like, okay, does this really, is he really writing these rhythms the right way? You know what I mean? Like it sounded like some of the stuff, like the rhythm was built and he's tried to write to the rhythm. And, um, even the song with Romaine and Chris Martin, it seemed like they maybe, you know, it, it seems kind of put together. It doesn't seem like as natural, but it's not like to the detriment of the album. It's just something that I took note of. Yeah. Now that you mentioned some of um, his lyrics and his flows, it seemed like he was going off on tangents a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. when I was listening to certain songs, because I don't know, maybe maybe it's like something about his artistry has changed, but it it wasn't quite the same that I remember. It was like some interesting, you know, I, I don't know. Like Bling Dog to me is like one of those guys. He was like a r- dance hall rapper. Exactly. And it seems like that type of thing is kind of coming out a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think it's more noticeable because it's one drop rhythms. So it's yeah. not as easy to just, you know, spit a flow. Like if you're going at a hundred and something BPMs. So mm-hmm. that's what I think we were talking about. Like I noticed the exact same thing. And um it reminded me of an album like Forgive Me for Always Doing This. <laughs> Usually you okay. take it to hip hop. But um, you know, I'm gonna say like Nas, um, the King's Disease and King's Disease Two, his two most recent mm-hmm. albums, where, you know, he's he's not living the same life that the same lifestyle that he was living in the early, you know, jay-z days it's not streets is watching mm-hmm. it's not even the bru- the blueprint like he's you know he's married to beyonce they're millionaires billionaires whatever and you know they're old so the now you're, you're you're putting out music still that's fine 
But, you know, you can't put out the same, I'm on the block, I'm a rock boy, you know, I'm partying all night type of music because mm-hmm. you're not doing that. Yeah. So I think it, it totally makes sense what Bling Dog is, is doing in terms of where he's at in his life and the music that he's putting out. And I think that the space, there's space for this type of music. Um, I think it's a great example of what can happen, you know, if you really focus and, you know, put hard work into a into an album. And I think, yeah, the, I'm not say it's the greatest album ever or anything like that. But after, you know, hearing it the second time, I'm like, okay, this grew on me. And, you know, a lot of times with lyricists, you have to listen to it more than once to really see, figure out mm-hmm. what, what I'm really essay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, killers. that's true. Like, like, what? The first time you're like, you know, come on, you're just putting words that rhyme together. And then later on, you're like, oh, yo, he said, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. And that that's a good point, um, good reference to Nas and Jay-Z, because, you know, there is a space for that, in, in especially in reggae and dance hall. You know, we're used to it from the singers. You know, we're not necessarily used to it from the DJs or the lyricists um, who are known for the dance hall, you know, lyrics. You know, right. this, this to me... Themes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a, a lot of the DJs in dance hall, it seems like, you know, you hit a certain shelf life and, you know, time for you to go somewhere else or something. So, yeah, I mean, there is definitely room for this. I mean, there are a lot of fans that are our age and older that are not necessarily just going to resign to just listening to the old music from the 70s and 80s. You know what I mean? We need older artists that can also do this. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. And I think th- that's what I expect to see from Coffee, you know, as she ages and, you know, if she continues to put music out, because it just seems like it's just very transparent or very real, you know what I'm saying, in terms of what you represent and singing about what you're really dealing with in life. Now she's singing about pulling up in the Ferrari and, you know what I mean? People carrying feelings because of her Benzes and stuff. I mean, that's probably... <laughs> I'll be realistic. You know what I'm saying? On the yeah. first EP, she didn't have that going on. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be, this This is interesting foreshadowing, you know, for the another album that's coming up later this year, Bounties. You know, we want. I want to see what he's going to be able to do with that one. And reportedly, it's like, what, two dozen tracks or something like that? Yeah, like, I, I don't I, know. I heard 30, the number I heard. Yeah, some, some craziness like that. So, we'll see. Yeah, maybe probably like a dozen features on that. So... Very, very interesting. It keeps getting pushed back and delayed. So whenever it drops, we'll be <laughs> we'll be covering it. Well, hopefully, hopefully that's a good thing that it keeps on getting pushed back and delayed. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We shall see. So, all right. Five stars, four stars, three, two, one. Coffee, gifted. Man. Okay. So personally, three and a half. Three and a half. I, I know I know that sounds like it's a bad rating, but just because, you know, I also like to me, none of these albums are for me. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So personally, you know, coffee is a definitely a solid three and a half. And I, I don't want to give it a four because four is kind of like something that is for me. Mm. But I just want to say, like, yo, it was a well crafted album. Um definitely you know, whoever put it together in terms of tracks and all that stuff, kudos to them. I think it's a solid album. I don't, I don't think three and a half for me is a bad mark 
you know, it's just, it, it wasn't totally for me. You know what so, I mean? So I'll ask you this. What, what would have made it? Okay. Is there anything that could have made it a four with it still not being for you? Um, although the production is solid, I would love to see a little bit more like dance hall, you know, a little bit more, you know, hardcore uh, dance hall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, production wise, not not necessarily the lyrics or anything like that. Just a little bit more rugged, you know, in some places. You know, it was very clean. Not not. I'm I'm talking about just the production itself, not the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee is an incredible artist. You know, um, yeah. just as overall as an album, it just you know I need I need I need some roughness in it in there. Okay, you know I'll give it a four and. In terms of um, roughness, I feel that coffee is the type of roughness that traditional reggae would have given you. Like, for example, Tough Gong, you know, Bob Marley, you know what I'm saying? He said some things in his songs that it would pass any censor test, you know what I mean? <laughs> Anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's not getting stopped at the gates. They're going to play it. But when you really take a good down, you know, listen and meditate on what he's saying, it's like, yo, yo, this is badness right here. (laughs) Some of this is so, yo, this is hardcore right here. What he's saying, revolutionary. So, um, you know, I think Coffee is is that type of artist in this time. You know, there've always been the comparisons to Bob. You know, it happened with Sizzla. It happened with Luciano. It happened with who's the most recent? Probably Chronics. Yeah, that's the name now, I would say, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, I feel like this is where we are. Like, that's that's what coffee is doing right now for Jamaica, for reggae music. It sounds different. And, you know, we've been knocking, or there's been a lot of criticism just generally, especially from older folks, about the sounds of the dancehall music that's coming out. Um, but in terms of what coffee is doing, I think it's just... Yeah, she's taking us to the future. Um, it's not bad, in my opinion. I think it's it, what she's doing is good. It's just it's not always going to sound exactly the same. So I think she's yeah, pushing the yeah. envelope. But she's still, if you listen to her, her words, she's still representing De La Vega City, Spanish town. You know what I'm saying? Still bigging up her moms. Like always, the things that she learned when she was young, it's all still there. And she talks about, there's one of the songs, Where I'm From is the song. You know, go back and listen to that song, and you'll hear the you'll hear the little badness what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of my standout songs. Yep. Yeah. So that's four. All right. What about um your girl Alpha Shensia? Um, it's crazy because I had I, I asked my wife this question out loud because I was like, "Yo, am I crazy?" Because you know, a lot of times we we say we want the artists to be a little bit more global or, you know, um, in terms of production nowadays, you know, um, I think Shensia tried to go too much in that direction. And there's so many female artists already out there from America and the UK and Africa and all over that it's very crowded. Um, so that, that's a big criticism of mine. In terms of production and just overall the album, I'll give it a two. You know, it's not like, you know, it's horrible. Get it out of here. I don't want to hear it. It's just, 
No, nothing stood out for me. Nothing stood out for me. As a matter of fact, you know, it made me question, you know, what direction Shensi is going in, you know, because she's very talented. You know, she's very talented. She could rap, she could sing, you know, she could chat, all that stuff. So, yeah, I'll give it a two. Okay. Um, I'll give it a two as well. I'll give it a two as well. Really? Yeah. No, I think I've said enough about this something already. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Because, yo, I, it's like if, okay, say Megan Thee Stallion wanted to come out, and I'm using her because she's on this album. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who, who that is. You know, if she wanted to do a dancehall album, so they put a bunch of dancehall beats together, and then she's trying to sound like a Jamaican on these beats. That's what Shensia did here. Going the mm-hmm. opposite, the other way. They put all these R and B pop beats, and now trying to make her do that, and it's like it's it's not going to be successful. So I think you you have to stick stick more to yourself, and you'll come right, across but e- better. Even even if uh, they did it in the vein of like the song she had with Tiger, that was a mega hit. You know, um, even if the whole album was sort of like different variations of that and it was pop in that way, that would have been better. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, so, no, everybody, uh, what the, the listeners the, know what you're talking about. I don't really know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's okay. fresh. Uh, I'm so fresh. Uh, whatever, whatever song that, oh, that song with. Blessed, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah well, that's. Old man memory. That's the one on the album. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like if that if it was kind single. of like in that vein, then it would have been better. Okay. What do you say about Bling Dogs Elevate album? All right, I'm I'm gonna give it a three because it's solid, you know. But I can't give it a three point five because I I wasn't feeling it as much as coffee. So <laughs> that's that's my uh, you know primitive uh, rating system for this one. Okay, I'll give it a plus. Three and a plus, half. Hold, plus, I think there were there were too many tracks, man. Like I can't hold the, no, nothing could hold my attention like that except the sound clash. Okay, I'll give it a three and a half. And um, this is, you know, I think all right. We reviewing all three albums in this one episode, but now mm-hmm. I can legitimately see because we're talking about Jamaican music. I can see. Mm-hmm. Bling Dog's album and Coffee's album, both being on the chart, you know, going up and down the same chart. Shensia's album, it just doesn't go on that same chart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, I don't know what it goes, it doesn't go on any chart, in my opinion. It just wouldn't, it's kind of a miss. Yeah. I, I don't know why they decide to do that. Well, I guess obviously, you know, more will be developing in years to come. And I think she could bounce back from this. Or maybe <laughs> she doesn't need to because, you know, we're not the audience, you know? Yeah, maybe. We will definitely see. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, yeah, the first week sales came out and it was the first album that did close to what Popcorn's Fix Tape did, which was disappointing. So, yeah. so you know, I don't think it's going to really outperform the kind of trajectory that we expect. <laughs> so um, I don't have sales numbers for the other two albums as yet. So, you know. What are sales? Yeah. 
Right. But we'll see. We'll, you know, we could revisit this when, um, cause top, um, coffee's album just dropped two days ago as we we're recording this or actually mm-hmm. yesterday as we we're yesterday. Recording this. Yeah. So I know long days. <laughs> so brand new. Um, yeah, man, let us know what you think about these projects. How you feel about our views and opinions. Hit us up in the comments. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Like as we grow that, um, if you're listening to the podcast in audio format, you know, look up, look us up on YouTube. And um, yeah, man, it's a dedication to reggae lovers worldwide. Yeah, man. Everybody stay safe. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at reggaelover.com. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.